up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of What the Deuce, brought to you by Cracked Rackets. I'm Christian Harris, and I have Trey McCombs again tonight. What's up, man? How's it going? It's going pretty well, man. We got the Masters on. It's the best time of the year. It we is. Have, it is. Uh, it's the best time of the year for sports. It's the best time of year for entertainment. Like, I don't know why 2019 decided to be, like, the best year ever for everything coming out this April. But, I mean, we got Game of Thrones coming out this Sunday. We got Avengers coming out later this month. We got the NFL draft. We bring it back to sports. We got the NFL draft coming up. We got NHL and NBA playoffs. Uh I mean, we just got a lot going on, and it's baseball season. It's ridiculous. Like, I'm. Oh, <laughs> it's so fun, though. Like, I can't. I, the weather's finally nice. I'm sneezing every yeah. 12 seconds, though. Oh, that is, man, it's gross here. It's terrible it's, here in uh, North Carolina. Like, I haven't really, I didn't really pay attention to it last year, I guess. And I don't think it was as, this bad last year, but man, uh, speaking of the mass, I was out playing golf last weekend, and there were holes. What'd you shoot? What'd you shoot? Uh, I actually shot a 95. There you go. That's pretty good. It was like the fourth best round I've had. So. And it's early in the golf season, so oh, yeah. that'll keep going I down. Didn't. More importantly, I didn't hurt the next day. Nice. Day after, <laughs> yeah. My knees were fine. My back was fine. My wrist was fine. I was really shocked. It was weird. I, I was just like, <laughs> what is going on? I haven't played this in 10 years. But no, I went out and was playing golf and man on some holes there was just it looked like a dust storm but it was just a pollen yeah it's just it's just like pollen just yellow dust everywhere it's it's miserable i can't go outside without sneezing like 12 times i'm glad i haven't had to sneeze much i don't think i'm too allergic to it but man it just gets on everything i turn i turn into a giant hive just like i'm just a human (laughs) human hive walking around it's not fun but oh man um all right well first off i want to i want to say thanks to every single person that's listened to our podcast we've had i've been surprised with how many listeners and you know everything subscribers so far so oh yeah uh it's been yeah, thanks to all y'all who decide to listen to our <laughs> our yeah, dumb selves. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it. But um, yeah, th- thank you, and we'll try to not suck. I guess. Yeah, I mean, we'll give it a shot. <laughs> but no, it's been really cool. Still calling that voicemail. We're still waiting for some of those voicemails. I think this next week's show, we're trying to have some good celebrity lookalikes for tennis. Had a couple good ones, just trying to compile those and stockpile them right now for next week's episode. So be sure to call in and uh, leave us your favorite celebrity tennis lookalikes. Um, our bracket, or anything else either. Yeah, anything. Doesn't have to yeah. be that. Just <laughs> honestly, anything. It's fine. But our bracket just ended up, or just, just finished up um, on oh, Twitter. Yeah, the March Madness. Yep. We had Andy Roddick's visor take home the win. I think it was the best look, and maybe people thought it was, it was a bad look. But. I don't know. I mean, it was fine. I forgot he had the frosted tips for part of it, too, which really makes it better. <laughs> it was I was really selling good. it short. I liked it because it was everything Reebok, too. and Yeah, when, which was really funny. I love that. I don't, I don't Man, know if Reebok sponsors any tennis players anymore. I don't even think they have, but they make tennis clothes. I know that, well, I think they pretty much only do like UFC and CrossFit and basketball. Yeah, yeah. I know they're big into CrossFit. I don't, but besides that, I don't think they do anything else now, huh? Yeah, not really. Um, I think they do like small scale, like shoes for other sports and stuff, but. Okay. I don't know. I think they had a really smart rebranding going to the UFC. 
goodness, I keep wanting to say UCF. <laughs> I mean, that's their next venture. Who knows? Um, but, all right, on today's episode, we will get into some baseline news. Um, later on in the episode, we have we had a great interview with Kennedy Schaefer from the University of Georgia. And then we'll get into a little bit of story time. So, yeah. Any, Let's go. You ready to go? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, let's do it. Uh, baseline news. So it is clay court season now, which I'm not a fan of, but it is the time of year where we f- you can log on to Twitter and see something crazy that Dustin Brown did. And I just want to – he's the man. Ooh. He's the coolest. He's, he's the Jamal Crawford of tennis. Mm, I really like that analogy. Yeah. It's a good one. It's crazy. But, man, he's just so – He's so wild. He just looks so crazy. He's got the long dreads. I mean, his dreads are crazy long. (laughs) Yeah. And then he just does everything that I want to do. Yeah. Like everything that I ever wanted to do on a tennis court, he does. He's just like, oh, yeah, I'm drop shotting literally any (laughs) time. I'm just going to hit winners. He's, oh, He's ridiculous. What's your favorite Dustin Brown highlight? Do you have one? I saw one the other day. He was like 20 feet behind the baseline and decides just to like hit a slice 20 feet up in the air and it bounces on his opponent's side and back over on his side. Oh, He's like yeah. 30 feet behind the baseline. Like he's yeah. so far behind the baseline and it just... It <laughs> yeah, it looks like he's just quitting. He's just like, oh, here you go. And then you're like, oh, wait. Oh, no, he won the point <laughs> off of that. But I don't... He doesn't exist except any time like... Clay court... And like, grass courts. Yeah. It, I don't blame him. That's all I would play. Yeah. It's the only <laughs> thing your body could handle. But yeah. He's like, and, was it Angel Cabrera in the Masters? Like yeah. He comes out like one time a oh, year a and he looks really, that. really good. And besides that, he doesn't, he doesn't care yeah. at all. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's just, I think my favorite, I loved when he was taken, he, he did really well at Roland Garros, was it? A few mm-hmm. years back. Yeah, I think so. He played somebody, and they had a huge serve, and he was just like routinely drop shotting on his re- <laughs> on the return. He was like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna hit this drop shot you can't get to off of a 135 mile an hour serve. Good luck." He was like, "What on earth, man?" <laughs> his dreads are so absurdly long too. Like they go down. Oh, they're, to his, they're like calves. Awesome. They're awesome. I don't know how he plays with that. Truthfully. I don't know either. And then there was something like a while back about him. Like he used to like live in a van. I don't know if you heard about that. He like lived in a van and traveled around Europe and played. And like, oh, he's just the journeyman. Yeah, he's just he's just the coolest. There were guys that would come to the Birmingham Futures that were like in their mid thirties that were still just grinding it out playing all those, and they would drive up in their van and they'd have a stringer and they'd string rackets when they weren't playing or practicing. <laughs> They were just grinding, man. Nope. And that's what Dustin Not Brown was like. <laughs> except for Dustin Brown was just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be like one of the most talented people to ever do this. <laughs> he just decides to do it. He didn't have to do it. <laughs> uh, I can't wait till And then grass court season will come around, and he'll get into yeah. Wimbledon and dive around the grass for a little bit. So, Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be glorious. It'll be fun to watch him. We're going to have a Dustin Brown alert every time he's on the court. So, um, Other news, John Isner, he... He like broke his foot. Yeah, <laughs> it it turned out. So. Which I'm surprised hasn't happened earlier. But I blame it on the FIBA. Yep. Uh, it's it's proof that he needs to change sponsors. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what FIBA is paying him, but yeah, it's probably worth it. But <laughs> here's a good. There's some weird sponsor. I saw the Bryan brothers were sponsored by Izod. Yeah. Have you seen oh, that? That's not good. Gross, man. It's weird. It's like I don't. Know. You want to go get some of the Brian Brothers gear? Yeah, I got to go to JCPenney, though. 
<laughs> Let's hit up the outlet mall and get some Ryan Brother gear. But yeah. It's, yeah. It's, oh. I didn't think they could get worse than K-Swiss. <laughs> I forgot. And then they were like, oh, wait. We're going Izod. I think they still wear K-Swiss shoes, too. Why? Why? <laughs> I don't know. They're probably getting paid a lot of money. Izod, though. It's like Champ Sports yeah, next. One. Russell Athletic. I don't know, man. At least Russell Athletics are like athletic gear. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> like, yeah, but that's their whole brand. Like, oh, Izod is <laughs> Izod is weird, man. They're like, it's too weird. I don't, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't even think they. I guess they make decent golf stuff. They don't even sponsor golfers. No, I don't. I don't know of any golfer sponsored by Izod either. It's like it's for the fifty-year-old, you know, who weekend I warrior. Wayne Bryan. Oh God, Wayne Bryan. He was up there, and he was just like, "Damn, I need some new, new shorts <laughs> to wear around the beach." Boys, go get me some Izod. <laughs> yes, yes, Dad. We'll do Dad. Uh, he was he was pretty cringy when I when I met him. Imagine but being he, at like a dinner with Brad Gilbert and Wayne Bryan. And oh, just and you know him. it's happened. Oh God. Ooh. I mean, the worst dinner ever. Yeah, it was it, it was really odd because when Wayne and the Bryan brothers, they, they had the whole pro-am thing. It was Isner was there. Uh, I forget who else it was, but like, oh, Melanie Udan was there. Oh, I forgot about her. Uh, yeah, so it was it was a long time ago, but uh, they did this like meet and greet thing, and we I went because we like knew John Isner, or whatever. We wanted to go to mm-hmm. see him, right? We're like whatever, cool. And uh, Wayne picked up a guitar. And started singing while Bob and Mike played like piano and drums behind him. Oh, this is like straight out of Step Brothers. <laughs> oh, it was, but it was worse because he was be like the star of the show. Oh, uh. he was just like, oh yeah, I'm singing and I'm playing, and these are my sons, but I'm playing, <laughs> singing, and it was just so odd. Because I'm like, man, nobody really cares who you are. No. Like, it's a bunch of people that like tennis. <laughs> like, <laughs> we want to see like the tennis players. Right. Can they do like quick volleys or something? Like, Yeah, honestly. It was so weird, though. It was a crazy setup. Because it was at the Pelham <laughs> Convention Center, which is actually like the ice rink. So, okay. Or Civic Center. Maybe it was the Civic Center. So... They put this, like, I don't even know how to describe it, but it was like a mat over the ice rink to play tennis on. That's wild. Yeah, it was It was truly crazy. There were, like, <laughs> so many dead spots. Oh, in the I bet. Of the court. And I, like, I had a fun time, but looking back on it, I'm just like, wow, I would have absolutely hated having to go out there and play on that for these people. Yeah. Wait, did, did Wayne Bryan just have a guitar or did he bring one or like... No, they had a whole setup. They set oh, up the whole man. band. That's the worst. In the corner. Yeah, and you're And like, he acted like all like like spontaneous, like, oh, here's my guitar. And then... I don't... You know, I've it has been so long ago, so I'm not 100% sure. But from what I remember, it was like, all right, we're done signing autographs and taking pictures. Me and my boys are playing a song for you. Here we go. Oh, God. And then they went and played tennis. I didn't even think they warmed up. <laughs> yeah, man, it was it was weird. So the the Liberty highlight, which is funny because it's Liberty, but he, uh, guys back, runs back on a lob, comes up, gives the guy an overhead, and then stabs his racket up and hits a winner off of the overhead, like in the air. Yeah. <laughs> which brings me, or it led me to think, like, I would have hit that guy. I would have absolutely tried to hit him. I would have missed it in the net before I didn't hit him. 
I think he I think he was trying to hit him. I don't know. I, I wouldn't have let that. I would have thrown my racket at the guy if he's. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. It it looks it's a tough angle for me because it looks like he's just trying to hit it around. But I guess he does have to hit it right at him for him to hit it. I don't know. It was wild, I, though. I feel upset that the guy didn't hit him. Well, then we wouldn't have seen it on ESPN. I know. I think I would have been, been great. excited about the guy getting hit. Yeah, I've never been hit before. I don't know what that's like. Yeah, get out of here. I've hit you. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I was joking because I, I got hit in the face yeah. last week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot. Oh, man. Oh, good. I didn't. Oh, <laughs> I did not forget. Goodness, great. I'm going to have to go watch that video again. <laughs> Please but, uh No, man, that's so funny. But speaking oh. of the sports center top ten, I, I want to send that my video to the not top ten and see if I can get on. Oh, I, I bet you could. I bet I could too. I bet you could. The problem is it doesn't have the girl actually hitting it. I might be able to sense. find footage of it where okay. it's like zoomed out a little bit more. Yeah, if you got if you got footage of her actually hitting the ball, it just. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if you can find footage of her actually hitting it, and I, I think that'd make it even better too, because you just see it from the racket to the face. Uh, <laughs> I'm laughing right now. <laughs> oh man! My, my sister texted me, and I was like, "All right, this is gonna be the one person that's like, are you are you okay?" And she just wrote, "Ha ha, you got hit so hard." <laughs> <laughs> She's not wrong. She's not wrong. <laughs> It's so funny. Oh, oh man! We need to make a GIF out of that, and that's just like just just so it's easier to watch. That's the worst. Speaking, you know what? Speaking of the not top ten, though, how uncomfortable was that Christy on handshake? Did you see that? Yeah, man, that was the worst. Because the ref won the match too, right? She won the match, and she was nice and let the other girls shake hands first. Because I can't stand that first off when the person who wins the match, I think Serena does it all the time. She'll like win the match and then shake hands first and wait, yeah. like make the other girl wait. But yeah, I can't get too upset about it because I don't really care that much about sportsmanship, at least <laughs> actions. But I understand why you don't like it. <laughs> but man, that was that was the worst. Hand, that was the cringiest thing I've watched in a while. It's yeah. She's like, hey, um, can I? Hey, hey, can hey, I? Can I? Sh- <laughs> just want to shake your hand so they don't feel rude. And then the ref was like, "Nah, get out of here." I shook this other girl's hand. I, I bet the ref was fixing the match. Probably, probably off. lost a lot of That's money. That's what it was. That's what it was. <laughs> we'll need to. We'll that. need to get her on the podcast to talk about yeah. that. Uh, talk about that handshake. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that'll go over well. Hey, we want to make fun of you for having the most awkward handshake ever. Hey, Will that's to us and let us do it. That is going to be my next mission. Next episode, <laughs> let's get Christian talk about a handshake. I'll be impressed. I'll be impressed if you can do it. Challenge accepted. Can. I'm going to do it. Alrighty. Let's well, I'll put money on it, but Okay. We can? can? No, nah, it's not. A round of golf or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll do that. We'll put a round of golf on it. In honor of the Masters, we'll put we'll put a round yes. of golf. Oh. Yes. Because I'm gonna desperately need to hit the golf course soon. Yeah. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a golf heavy podcast this week. <laughs> that is for sure. All right, shall we get into this interview with uh Kennedy? Yeah, let's let's see what Kennedy's got to say. 
All right, let's do it. Here is Kennedy Schaefer, former University of Georgia Bulldog, and uh, what'd she say, college dropout? Her words, yes. not mine. Yeah, but also ours. Yeah, college, former Georgia athlete and college dropout, Kennedy Schaefer. All right, we got Kennedy Schaefer on the line now. What's up, Kennedy? How are you? Hi, guys. Doing good. Thanks for having me. Can't wait. Thanks for joining us. So we'll jump right into things. How did you pick this sport called tennis that we uh, we cover and tried to play somehow? You know what? Of all the, the torturous athletics that I kind of subjected myself to, this one, this one, I guess, stuck. I kind of did it all. My dad was a professional two-man beach volleyball player. My mom was a runner. My dad, you know, he played basketball pretty much did everything and so they kind of just chucked us in a bunch of different sports um it was not really optional in any way shape or form which is fine because <laughs> as it should be that, <laughs> that paid our way <laughs> through college so i cannot really say that it was a bad a bad thing it, it worked out well and um i was kind of athletic enough where i could be average at most sports and then i just seemed to be a little less than average at tennis and i think that my um my tendency to be a bit of a loner my personality per se is kind of uh, individualistic so a sport by myself kind of i think i did a little bit better with because social social interactions and social skills just it didn't seem to hit me at a very young age <laughs> you wouldn't be able to tell i'll give you that <laughs> i'm really honored that you say that because it's been years in the making of being able to have a conversation without like getting lightheaded or having to sit down or something like that <laughs> it really uh, really seems to take a toll on me <laughs> it's okay i still feel that way so not alone yeah, it never really leaves you it's funny how that works out it's okay christian's thrown up twice in preparation for this interview so it's okay three times actually i almost <laughs> <laughs> well, I turned down sangria from my like three O ladies for this, so I'm super fired up. I, uh, I as honored as we are, that's a that's one of the worst. Turning down alcohol to come on a podcast with us might be the worst decision <laughs> you've ever made in your life. I'll tell you because we've been drinking. What kind of person I am? <laughs> a great one. A great Sheesh. one with poor decision making. <laughs> poor, decision poor sober decision making. Quite literally, beam. <laughs> My my middle name, yeah, that's uh, I've been I I seem to have been known for that for a long time now. Can't really escape it once you once you get that title. That's funny. I love that. So you're a Georgia grad, is that correct? Um, you're correct with Georgia. We're gonna have to kind of uh, turn that word grad around because I can't really say that I've officially graduated just yet. Okay, okay. Yeah, I know that's that's tough to say. I don't want to say college dropout, but. No, you, did the, you did the LeBron not, straight to the league, finished. straight to the league. <laughs> I played my four seasons of eligibility and decided that I wanted to build on just a little bit of momentum because my senior season was quite poor, uh, but I had been doing well on the tour. So I kind of had some health issues that I had to get taken care of. And uh, once I got, I, I had a stomach surgery in May and I got some stuff kind of back in line. I just figured I might as well try and play while I'm still young and still training and then if it didn't work out, then I would go back and finish my three semesters and officially be a college graduate. But as of now, I guess I'm a college dropout. No, well, you're you're aspiring you, tennis professional right now. And, you know, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Kennedy Schaefer, y'all are all in the same boat. I mean, like, you know, I, I see the similarities. I'm not sure if anyone else does, but, you well, know, I, I, I think what. people put the goat emoji yeah. by my name, too, but I could be wrong. <laughs> 
I'll tell you, I graduated and I would have rather dropped out. So it's all right. You're not missing much. <laughs> <laughs> Except for that your future is kind of set and mine is kind of, uh, God, not like, set well, Way more exciting. I'll give you that. Way more exciting. Way more exciting than ours. So. Especially because of the uh, the unknown aspect of it. Like, will I ever be hired by a company that's actually legitimate? You know, that's, that's a fun one. That's a fun aspect of it. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. Honestly, I think I think that having the professional athlete aspect is a pretty desirable thing from a lot of companies. I know that I just coasted on my very poor athletic career throughout college to get me a job. <laughs> so, well, I mean, you know what? Like, I I gotta hope that I gotta hope that you're right. And I think on on some some level that it definitely will have a little bit of a desirability to it. But um, you know, my parents are definitely not pleased that I have not <laughs> graduated yet, and I That's am reminded okay. of that quite often. That's all right. If there's one thing companies look for, it's people that know how to compete, and more importantly, know how to lose and improve, which is what college. Well, you're right. Has. So you're I've actually getting an advantage. When's, when's this motivational <laughs> book coming out, Trey? Though. Jeez. Thank you for boosting me up and making me feel a little better about myself and my poor choices. <laughs> it's okay. At least you were good at tennis. Leading into <laughs> One that. One day, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you? How did the recruiting process kind of work itself out? And you know, before you became a college dropout, you had to uh, you know go through the recruiting process. So how did you end up picking Georgia? And were there other schools involved well, in the first, mix? Or yeah, I want to first start off by saying that when you say college dropout, it sounds a lot better than I do. So it's got a bit of a ring to it when it comes out of like everyone else's mouth, but my own. Um, but my, uh, my, I think my college process was maybe a little bit more simple than others. I, I didn't really visit too many places. I visited Ohio State, you know, it's close. And I think Melissa Schaub is a great coach and it was definitely an option. Um, and then I visited Duke and I visited Georgia and that was, that was all I really did look at. Uh, Duke was kind of my plan. I always wanted to go to Duke as my dream school. I'm a big Duke basketball fan. Uh, I don't even want to hear the comments about that. What's it like? to be swept by Carolina as a Duke fan. Trey's a big North Carolina guy, if you didn't you. know. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. you. You know if we had Zion, we wouldn't be having this discussion about a sweep. You know I that. Know. 20 points, and then what was it? Yeah, I mean, they had but 20 points. But keep in mind that we lost our, our ACC player of the year within 30 seconds of that game starting. So you can thank Nike for blowing out his shoe and well, giving you guys a yeah, but how was your one ACC player of the year candidate going to compete against the three all ACC first teamers that Carolina had? <laughs> because he's literally going to be the number one draft pick. So. Oh, yeah, but you got the guys that are going to be drafted third and fifth in the draft, too. So My man is number one. I, I will hear no further on this. He would be enough to uh, <laughs> the energy of the team. And you know what? I'm super so disappointed that we've gone downhill since then well, I, there's no way of, of, of sugarcoating it it sucks, it sucks. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you i'm quite happy with it but that's of okay. course you are <laughs> of course you are just wait did you get Zion's quote after the end of the game we'll see you guys next week we that's will. fine that's fine i'm excited we'll see how it goes and he's gonna Toronto. be there for it yeah if he doesn't decide to get hurt in the first 30 seconds of the game again uh you can thank nike for for butchering his shoe i almost wonder if you guys paid nike off okay hold on this this was completely i'm an unbiased third party i hate duke and carolina (laughs) equally the most yeah i mean nobody cares about them no i mean it's not football season right now so it doesn't matter (laughs) but 
Zion was playing on a pair of shoes that was like 15. They were like 15 games in. Like, and and he was playing in shoes that were designed for Paul George. I blame I blame the shoe blowout on Zion entirely for choosing shoes that don't fit his personality. He's playing. I blame Nike for not creating a shoe that handles his explosive movement enough. For a guy that big, he is just incredible. He should have been playing in LeBron's. I think Nike did it on purpose. I think there was a bribe somewhere. I don't think that Nike's going to sabotage their person. Well, no, no, no. That's true. true. I don't think Nike's (laughs) going to try and sabotage him when they're trying to sign him to a signature shoe deal next year. I could totally be wrong, but I feel like I remember reading in the news that their stocks went down right after that happened. They did. They They went down pretty significantly. That's unbelievable. Can you imagine being a college athlete that's that good? You've influenced you the stock market. You literally affect <laughs> Nike's stock. Like, I cannot imagine having that much talent. Did that not happen for you? Although, remember, I am, you know, I had people coming. They were in line to get to get those endorsement deals, right? Because, you know, GOAT and Kennedy LeBron, same page type thing. Yeah. Um, but I, I thought we, we, we were. We both get that emoji next to our names. Yeah. yeah. I thought I thought we were just speaking to something you could talk about directly. You know, you've but... been you've been talking about this goat emoji. No one's stopping you from putting that on your your Twitter and Instagram bio. Except for my parents tearing me down, laughing at me, telling me that I have no business doing that. Hey, because my parents they're not afraid they're not afraid to knock me down a, a lot of pegs. That's all right. So... You can be like, did you see my Twitter bio? I'm the goat. I don't need to hear your comments. <laughs> I'll endorse you. Yeah, we'll endorse you. We'll give uh-huh. you a blue check mark. <laughs> you know what? It would make me feel so much better about myself. Probably can't give Some you a blue value. check mark, but we could give you like a like a nice nice orange one or you know, create create a LinkedIn. I'll endorse some of your skills. Yeah. Oh, you know what? <laughs> skills. I'm you, you guys are doing more for my confidence than anything else is right now. Because I'll I'd be lying if I said I was feeling on top of the world as of late. They're kind of pulling me up out of this hole, and I gotta say, it's very much appreciated. This is the turning point for That's you. That's what we're here for, you know. I actually feel like this is a turning point. I'm I'm ready for I'm ready for the rest of the season. Doesn't have to start great. It's not about how you start. It's about how you finish. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm talking about Duke basketball, by the way. Just so you know. Just so <laughs> That's like fine. A I mean, subtle message right there. That's fine. All right. Um, <laughs> as if we haven't gotten ridiculous at all this this interview. Are you ready for the ridiculous portion of this uh, this interview? I was about to say. I feel like we took that left turn a, a long time ago. Oh, we're so about to take two more left turns. Keep it going. All right, Trey. You want to start us off with the Would You Rather's? Yeah. All right. So, given your current you know state and what you're trying to do and everything in your life, would you rather have a giraffe neck? Or an elephant trunk instead of a nose. Oh my god, you weren't kidding when you said ridiculous. We don't we huh. don't pander or lie on this podcast. Thank you. See, these are questions that like I, I never would have given thought to. You know, well, but we then did. it's like once someone asks you and you start thinking, you're like, huh, what would I do? Well, really, what would truly, you do? The people want to know. I'd rather have a giraffe neck. Man. I really do. I'd have, why? I'd have a good vision. I'd like to see everything. You know, I just feel like I could hide that better with a turtleneck than a trunk hanging from my face. Can you imagine a turtleneck on that thing? It's a five foot tall turtleneck. (laughs) Literally the world's longest turtleneck. But like that's less, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like if I had a trunk hanging from my face, like that's all people would ever stare at. But maybe if I have like a giraffe neck, they couldn't even see my face. So 
That's, that's exactly right. No one would stare at, at a at a uh, turtleneck that it's averages in five covered. feet in length. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Giraffe All neck right, it is. No, no, no. What would you guys do? What would you do? Um, I'd take the giraffe neck. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay. five foot seven. I'd take a giraffe neck. I want to be. It's easier to graze <laughs> from the trees with it. <laughs> That's where you get all the best fruits. I I want to be able to ride all of the rides at Six Flags, so I would like a giraffe neck. You might lose your head. Hey, I could. It's better to live a life, you know, full than one, you know, at five foot seven and not being able to ride rides. I I don't disagree with you at all. Okay. We're all in agreement. Giraffe neck. (laughs) Bet. Bet. All right. Next question. Would you rather give up social media for the rest of your life or have to eat the same food for the rest of your life? I'd give up social media in a heartbeat. Wow. Nice. Nice. Um, I can't. I literally, I know that this is odd because I use it, but like I'm the type of person where if I'm always on my phone and you see me on my phone, I'm kind of a nerd and I have a library book app. So most of the time I'm reading a book. No, that's awesome. What are you reading right now? Something. Okay. So I'm reading this. I'm rereading the series of unfortunate events because this oh. is my favorite kids book. And I watched the show on Netflix and I finished it and I was just like, wow, I, I felt so nostalgic of my childhood and I wanted to redo it because I loved those books so much. How do you, uh, how do you think the TV show compares to the books? So it's definitely different. I will give you that. And I'm not going to lie. Like the first three episodes, I watched them and then I stopped and I was like, this is too goofy. It's too weird. I, I don't like this at all. And then I kind of pushed through it. My sister, she encouraged me to. And I started to appreciate it for what it was. It was different, but I actually, I kind of started to to like it. So I'm kind of split on how similar it was. But I think for, for what they were trying to do, like they achieved their purpose. I don't think it was trying to be too serious or anything. And I did enjoy it. I, I finished it kind of quickly. And I, I don't watch too much Netflix. So like I'll start a season of something and it'll take me like six months to finish. But this one I finished in a couple weeks. So... I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a solid grade. It held my interest enough where I didn't turn it off at any point. If that sums that up. No, I agree. I, I enjoyed the. You know what? They came out with the second series, I guess, or whatever. But I did like it. Yeah, I thought it was really good. I thought the beginning. I just couldn't wrap my head around. I was like, this is too childish. I I really don't like this. And then my sister was like, you're dumb. It's supposed to be childish. And yeah, it's like, a child. Oh, really? <laughs> And then it kind of for me. <laughs> no, I, I agree with that sentiment. I, I didn't know how I was going to feel at first. I didn't like the movie that had Jim Carrey in it. but Did not like it at all. Yeah, it was bad. But I think that the like television series has done a better job of really kind of capturing the spirit of the book, if you will. Absolutely. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. The movie was horrid and I just couldn't, I, I couldn't do it, but I love Neil Patrick Harris and I love everything he does. And in the beginning I was very not into it. And then I, I was like, stop being this way, give it a chance. And judgments aside, it ended up being pretty good. I definitely, I thought they did way better than the movie did. And that's why it had more success than the movie ever would have had. Cause it was nice. terrible in my opinion. I agree. I agree. Good opinion. Y'all are, I just, of y'all, are just the biggest, y'all are the biggest nerds I've ever listened to a conversation in my <laughs> Sorry, life. Sorry, I read books as a child. <laughs> right, I didn't have too many friends, but I tell you what, I could like finish a book in a day, two days. I remember I was the first kid in my like fifth grade class to finish a 500-page book, and I got an award. So. Uh, was it a Harry Potter book? No, it was actually 
what was it, 20,000, no, 3,000 Leagues Under the Sea or oh, something like right. that. Oh, you were right. You're right. It was 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Was it really? Oh, God. I yeah. I said 3,000. Yeah, you got to go with the that, gut. And I That's should. Tough. You know what? I just, I find that I'm, I'm, I'm wrong very often. So the instincts don't prove to be useful for me because I feel like I always say the wrong thing or do the well, wrong thing. It doesn't matter if you're wrong. If you say it with enough conviction, it'll become truth. That's, That's true. a fair point. I've actually met so many stupid people who have convinced me that they're not stupid. Confidence is key. You know, you know, when they're gone, I'm like, okay, that person was really stupid. But we we had a president elected off of that. So <laughs> you know. Politics is a can of worms I won't open. No, 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 no. Not get me to shut up, and I, I would go forever. All right, so so this next question, this next question, who'd you vote for, (laughs) and why, and what was the platform? I'll tell you what, it's not who was elected. I'll give you a hint. Oh, oh, do 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 elaborate. Not the runner-up. So, Hmm. all right, you with that. Alrighty. Well, we will move past that. Cause one vote one for thing. Mickey Mouse. Got it. <laughs> oh man, I love that. You got the, well, we got next. You got the so next one. We got a. Uh, all right. So I don't know how good your hand-to-hand combat skills are, but we're gonna. We're I gonna... feel. Pr- I feel strongly about. Buckle that. up. Okay. Buckle up. All right. So, would you rather fight a hundred duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? Wait. Did you say a hundred duck-sized horses? Yeah, like a hundred horses. Did I hear that right? We don't stutter. I wanted to make sure I totally got that. Yeah, or a duck that's like seven feet tall. I want the big man. Yeah? Why? Yeah, I'm a I'm a big quality over quantity. I, I don't know. I just wouldn't want to handle a hundred of them. Like, As I a five foot like seven Asian male me. living in the United States, I'm offended right now. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think I okay look I'm a big girl I'm not an endurance sport person like you've ever seen me play or ever will see me play I don't play long points I don't run I hate to run so anything that's like long sustained activity is on my my no-no list so I just feel like if I'm gonna knock out the big man or the big man's gonna knock out me it's gonna be done quick and I can move on or I will be ended and it will be that simple that sounds good to me (laughs) All righty then. <laughs> Moving on. Um, all right. This is just a give me your best guess off the top of your head. How many marshmallows okay. do you think you could fit in a 747 like airplane? Oh, geez. you know what? I told you math is not my thing. Can you ask like an arts and crafts question or this something? Is, I mean, depending on who you how you take this, this could be an arts and crafts question. <laughs> That's a fair point. God, I don't even know. Oh, my God. I can't even give you an educated guess because I'm not even educated enough to make a guess. All right, Trey, do you have a guess? Like, and we'll go over under wait, on someone that. Someone else give me their guess, and yeah, then I'll go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trey, Trey, how many how many uh, marshmallows do you think you could fit in a 747? Um, so this is a tough one. Uh, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll put the under at 15 million. 15 million. Do you think there's more or less? marshmallows that could fit that just seems like such a large amount of marshmallows Shit. yeah well it's a big old plane they can fit like it really hundreds is. of people so i know oh my gosh you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna be a little crazy i'm saying over over okay if it can fit donald trump why. donald trump and his ego 
I think it could fit at least 15 million marshmallows. So I'm going to Fair point. I'll go with that. Over right, 15 so, million? What do you think? What's your what's your guess? Me? Yeah, you. Well, I I can't answer cuz I'm looking it up right now. There's a, Wait, there, there's a real answer? There's an answer? Well, so apparently a popular interview question at Google is uh, assuming the plane is a 747 and the diameter of a golf ball is 40 <laughs> millimeters, how many how many golf balls would fit in an airplane? And I think golf balls and like so we'll do that. marshmallows are pretty similar. We'll do that and divide by two because of density. Oh well, my I mean, god, there's too many numbers. So I've found that the answer for golf balls in a 747 is 23 and a half million. Oh my so, god. So you're thinking like towards 30, wait, how many? 23? 20, 23 and a half million. Okay. So are we thinking like 30 million marshmallows? I think That's kind of, I'm, I'm around the 25 to 30 in my opinion. So, but then here's the thing. You can compress marshmallows, but I don't think that it's like you have to stuff these things in there. I think if you just get them in there, like no one's going to take the time to push down like <laughs> 30 million marshmallows until they're flat so if, we'll just go you're opening bags and you got to open like however many gets you to like if you're trying million. to oh st- stuff 25 to 30 million marshmallows i'm gonna stuff them like i might as well take the time yeah but that's 23 million we'll see let's see how many are in a i'll look this up <laughs> in a bag how many marshmallows in a bag of jet puffed jet puffed wow let's see so i'm seeing <laughs> 12 ounces that's 100 calories per serving 16 servings per bag quick so, kennedy how many how many calories is this probably too don't many. do math with me <laughs> it's okay i found out i'm okay, the dumbest I'm, gonna, I'm the dumbest asian on this planet so i, I i'm gonna give you a, a, a this is a truth statement okay this is a truth bomb i'm gonna drop the truth bomb um it's not really a secret i'm kind of open about it i'm super adhd so, like, that is, like, the equivalent. Numbers for me is the equivalent, I feel like, of a dyslexic person trying to read words. Like, they look like Egyptian hieroglyphics numbers do when I try to do math. I am not kidding you. It's, like, it stresses me out when people are, like, oh, like, what's 7 plus 5? Like, little things that I know I know. What's 7 plus 5? That's 12. Yep. No, third. No. Yeah, that's 12. Oh, my God. See? See? You got to trust your gut. <laughs> Go with your gut. We've already established you need to do that. Twelve times four. Oh my god! No, that's it's not Christian's 36. height. That's a three. That's four. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey! You know, it's just like those multiplication timetables they made you do. You got to do like however many in a minute. Nine times I was six. Like the only kid that I could never wait fifty-four. Stop. <laughs> Are you sure? I could never finish the table. I was like, yes, I am. I did okay. the ninth trick on my hand. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> All right, I'll stop. I'll stop. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, so since you've stated that math is not something that you're really good at, how long do you think it would take you to drink all of the water in an above ground pool, given that the pool is 30 feet around? I don't do circles. Circles are too <laughs> complex. <laughs> what if it's an over? No. You don't do circles? I I won, like, spelling bees. Now my spelling probably got a little worse with autocorrect. But I won, like, spelling bees and first person to read a book and be able to write, like, a stellar report. I was such a good writer when I was a kid. I won awards. But then, like, I nearly failed math. So the discrepancy was was quite obvious. 
All right, so I'll, I'll give you I'll give you this. I'll make it a little easier. So, a thirty foot round. <laughs> How about you give me the answer? Well, make I'm, it I'm working super on it. easy. I'm going to give you the answer, but then I'm going to, we need to get your guess on how long it would take. All right. So a 30 foot no. round with four foot high walls. You can't embarrass yourself any more than what I already did no. today. So. I'm going to embarrass Christian unless you say something more ridiculous. Than but him. I probably will. I don't know. I don't know. So it <laughs> there's 21,300 gallons in an above ground pool with four foot high walls that's 30 feet around. How? I don't have a paper to write these down. These men no, get rid of the paper. You don't need it. 21,000 gallons. <laughs> How many years would it take you to drink? Mm. So I'm not going to lie to you. My water intake is higher than most people. I drink a lot okay. of water. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, How long? How many years? Oh, my God. How many gallons of water do I drink a day? Oh, God. I promise. I think I drink. going to make it easy. <laughs> gut feeling gut feeling what do you think gut feeling uh oh god it's twenty one thousand gallons you said. <laughs> yeah is that what you said it was no yeah, it's twenty one thousand gallons <laughs> oh i got excited i thought she said twenty one thousand years for a second no no that's um i don't know maybe like 10 to 12 years i don't know so before we started this interview i don't even want you question. to do this no no, no no before before we started this i asked christian what he thought and i misspoke he told me that it was two thousand years it meant 200 he thinks that from the time christ died to now we would have just barely finished drinking an above ground water above ground pool full of water you didn't chug then <laughs> i will tell you you gotta learn to chug i'm a sipper okay the actual the answer if you drink a gallon a day is like fifty seven years and some. Oh change. yeah, no. Oh god, then I'm. Then I don't think his was so bad. I was off by a lot, but I, I drink like two like, or three gallons a day. So. Yeah, but Christian was off by like one thousand nine hundred fifty years. Hey, I I take a so. shot of water every single day for the next two thousand years, and I get there. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. You could have been far worse. But it was pretty bad. So you could say that to spare my feelings. But it was still pretty bad. But like I I said, I do drink two to three gallons a day. So. Well, I would have guessed like 20 years. So. Yeah. Your your answer makes sense. It's a little bit less. I'm Trey. I'm good at math. Yeah, Yeah, coming from the white guy on the pod. It must be nice. (laughs) My My last name is Harris, man. Like, yeah, mine's cool. McCombs. <laughs> Come on now. Jeez. But. All right. Well, <laughs> now that, you know, we're completely on topic, what are your goals for the rest of this, uh, rest of this calendar year? And I guess moving forward with tennis. Well, I'm going to start simple. And my first goal is to win a match because I haven't really started off with a bang. So currently 0-2. So short-term goals. I want to get at least one W under my belt. Probably do wonders for my confidence. That's step one for me. I'm a simple person. I don't ask for much. So at least one win would be nice. Um, You're two wins away I, from 500. Wow, oh, really? Wow. See, you know, that's that's, just, that's the difficult part about it. It's like I did really well at the end of, of October, November, and then I ended up having an arm issue that 
kind of on and off lingered a little bit. So I got a cortisone injection. Now my wrist is kind of goofy and I have not really, I'm not making excuses. I've not done well. Like that's period, plain and simple. Not started off too hot, but I've like struggled to find like the level I, I, I hit for a little. And so I think I've had to readjust my standards for the moment. I would like to be able to train in a place where someone can actually hit a ball because where I'm at right now, it's been like me and the ball machine. So it's kind of lonely. Um, I, I would like to get, I see, I don't know if this is realistic or not. I would love to be able to crack like 300 something just cause that would be super cool. Um, but I, I'm having a hard time scaling like how soon I can, can make these jumps. I have no idea right now. I, I really just want to be healthy and, and, and at least win a match or two. So I know that that's not very much of an answer, but I, uh, I kind of adjust my, my standards as I go. So currently being a huge loser, I would just like to win a match. What, uh, well, and see there, here's your mindset's all wrong. First off, I will have, you know, that I played three years of college tennis and I'm still not healthy. So don't (laughs) even worry about that. I cannot get out of this cycle. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, the short-term goal being healthy, that's a huge goal in in and of itself. So, I mean, that's never, that's like a never ending goal, truthfully. And you know, the odd, the, well, not the odd, the, the crappy part about it is that I, I have a broken back. So that will never heal unless I have like diffusion surgery for my vertebra. So then I, I make this comment, I want to be healthy, knowing full well that I technically will never be uh, until I get my back fixed. Well, have so you just asked your back? A... Have you asked your back to just stop being broken? Have you tried turning it off and then <laughs> back on again? You know, I did, and then I even tried two cortisone injections into the spine, and for some reason, none of it worked. Well, how so, how many of those have you had? I, I have done two cortisone injections that's straight it? through the spine. Well, so it sounds like you had at least three, that's though. it. No, only two, only two. Well, you had one in your wrist, too. Oh, am I, oh I thought you meant just my back. No, 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 so no. sorry. Yeah. No, I've had three total. I got one in my, one in my elbow, and then... Uh, Two in my two in my back. That's it, I think. Yep, that's it. Oh, See wow. numbers. Christine, yeah, and you know you what? I'm, I'm cortisone shots. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, I know I'm at at least eighteen. Holy. Shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, not that many, but a lot. Probably ten. Oh my god. So in the grand scheme of things, you're pretty healthy. Yeah, you're doing great. <laughs> yeah, except except for the broken back. Yeah, but I you mean, know, that's if I could fine. just put a bandaid over that, I would. Uh, that would be great. Have you tried a bandage? I mean, yeah, it, I did. They put it right over the injection spot. And I left it on and hoped that it would keep the medicine inside. <laughs> did it work? But uh, I guess in my not in my non defense, I knew it wasn't the band aid wasn't gonna work. But you know, stranger things have happened. Yeah, exactly. But no, I mean, it sounds like you got pretty pretty reasonable goals given what you're working with. And I mean, truthfully, they're admirable. <laughs> Honestly, coming from somebody that's working a desk job because their athletic career didn't pan out, like, you know, I, I'd much rather be in your shoes than mine. So I'm envious and, and of you there, but yeah, that's the thing. I, I feel like I can only complain so much because, uh, as much as it sucks, as much as there are so many things that you know have not really gone my way, so to speak, I still get to do what I love. And so, you know, as unfortunate as some things are, I'm, I'm more fortunate than a lot of people. Can so like i said it's yeah you know i I may complain but at the end of the day um 
I get to do, I, I get to chase my dream and that's cliche, but it's true. It really is a blessing. Well, and I, I know that both of us wish you the best of luck in it and we're going to live well, vicariously through you. guys through are awesome. You. Yes. We are. I mean, <laughs> we are, do, we are right awesome. Now you're living vicariously through an O and two record. So just know that. That's well, better than hey, our professional record. You know, I'll tell you what, my professional career is I'm at least O and seven. So you got a ways to go before you get to my level. So you played seven, but professional I feel like matches. I'm heading yeah. very firmly down that direction. So I'm going to catch up with you. I promise. Well, of course you are with that attitude. <laughs> I know. I kind of, I had a long day at work and everything, you know, it's kind of like once it kind of starts, like the snowball starts to roll down the hill, it kind of just continues full force. So I do need to change my outlook around couple of losers i'm talking to i'm undefeated in professional tennis so are you really i didn't i didn't try <laughs> oh well we had the birmingham futures so i always played that oh yeah yeah. i know the term yeah, you're talking so about that's that's where i that's where i got my losses against varov and stuff so. my college coach asked me if i wanted to play that i was like i don't want to waste y'all's money so no i'm good <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my gosh yeah just a lot of a lot of positive optimism here you know what Sometimes you kind of got to sulk in it a little bit, and then that's when you get to turn everything around. I'm not saying that that's the answer. Nope, no, no, we just like we just sulk, a lot point, of sulking. No, th- yeah, that, that is the answer. That second pity party can actually uh, can spur spur your greatest comeback, your greatest surges forward, whatever you want to call it. Well, really. when you're when you're in the U.S. Open, we hope that you remember the little guys here, and you come back and join us for a podcast. <laughs> yeah, you're the guys who made me do math. Don't worry. But more importantly, it'll stick in my head. Yeah, as opposed to just remembering us, we want like flights up there and box seats. Yes. You can have whatever. You, if I make it there, you get tickets for life. I swear to God. All right. You know we got that. Oh right. my well, God, that's kind well, of bad. Sorry. Yeah. Didn't mean well, to do that, but I. Well, promise. you promised. You promised. So. So that's. Right. Uh, yeah, because I don't think that many people are going to want to come be in a box with me. So. You got that, Trey? I lifetime, tickets lifetime away. tickets to anything we want. For is that is that basically what she said? Well, I, I think it was U.S. Open, so I'm I'm cool with that. No, yeah. I mean like anything is cool too. So um, yeah, but even then the U.S. Right, Open. Oh, fair yeah, enough. Okay. Oh, all right. You all right. wanna get me? Uh, I got tickets that I need to buy for Anderson Pack coming up. You wanna just get on that for me? <laughs> yeah, me and all my millions of dollars teaching tennis for us. Uh, <laughs> Which brings me up to one more question I've completely forgot about that we've been asking all of our uh, all of our interviewees here is if you could listen to one artist or band for the rest of your life, who would it be? And when are you oh, gonna get us geez. tickets to this event? Okay, so my answer I can't get you tickets to because it my favorite artist that I still listen to every single day is Avicii and he is no longer with us. And that makes me terribly sad, but that is literally the music that I'd listen to every day for the rest of my life. I love him. He's my nice. favorite. Nice. What was your favorite album of his? Or songs? I really, okay, yeah, I was going to say songs. I mean, I, I love stories. I thought that album was great, but I think my favorite all time is obviously I Could Be The One. That was like the greatest. I still, I still listen to that song almost every day. That one, yeah, no, no, that's always on my pre-match playlist. There's nice. a couple other artists, but it's always, always that one. I love that song. And Silhouette, that's great, too. I love the old Avicii stuff. I loved his old I loved his old music. I loved all the new stuff, too. He's literally my favorite artist probably of all time. Well, I mean, he's not a bad one. He had some absolute bangers, so I can't, yeah, can't hate you on did. that. 
True, true turnover. That was that was the, a loss. Yeah, the pregame, the pregames were never the same after Avicii came around. So you know, it's that not a bad choice. The most factual statement every pregame ever had. I could be the one. Every single one <laughs> of them I ever went to. I think not that I went to too many because we've just we've covered that. I'm not the most social person in the world. So the few that I went to, put it that way. <laughs> All righty. Well, I love that. Thank you so much for your time, Kennedy. We really do appreciate it. Uh, this has been Thanks for letting me ramble. This has been enlightening. It's been interesting. <laughs> I think I can speak on Trey's behalf when I say that we're better people from this interview. Um, yes. You know, wow. I, you know, I, I should keep your, you guys around to boost me up. I'm walking. I'm walking out feeling much better about myself than I came in. Well, you know, we're, we're only a phone call away, and by phone call, I mean <laughs> you can call me Christian. And then, yeah, yeah, we just call say, Christian. Don't give me that freedom. Then we can well, patch you through. You have Christian's number, so call him anytime you want. I'll give you the permission. <laughs> That's all I needed in life. Thank you, Trey. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I don't have a life, so I'm literally available anytime. <laughs> well, I am too. So. <laughs> all right kennedy there's well. never much going on here well, thanks for having me guys thank you so much so much just as much as i expected <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad we could have we could have uh meet your expectations <laughs> of course exceeded even wow wow <laughs> wow i'll take it thank you so much <laughs> <laughs> all right kennedy have a good one we'll talk to you later thanks you too thanks. Alrighty. see ya bye Bye. All right. Big thank you to Kennedy. Uh, we wish you the best of luck with everything. And uh, sorry for making you do math on our podcast. But I think it, I think it proved that I, I'm worse at math, though, than you are. So yeah, that, above ground, that above ground pool question got me. So <laughs> <laughs> when I guessed 5,000 uh, years or something ridiculous. So uh, man, that was a good one. All right, so I got a question for you. All right, in honor of Hit the me. Masters, yes, in honor of the Masters, and just general, since we've both been in a somewhat close to professional setting for tennis, mm-hmm. how many years do you think it would take you to be able to compete on either on the Web.com tour if you didn't have to worry about money <laughs> and could only and could practice? Like, so if I could practice every single day and I had unlimited resources to practice. You were being you were being paid what you're being paid. Well, I guess maybe not what you're being paid. <laughs> <laughs> but you're being paid to, to be a professional golfer. <laughs> How many years would it take you to be able to get on the web.com tour? To, to, <laughs> <laughs> for what I'm getting paid, it might take <laughs> a while. Probably zero, huh? <laughs> be like, nah, I'm not doing that. I can't afford this. <laughs> These green speeds are ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but you wouldn't have to pay. You'd be making money. Okay. You'd if be I making had, money. If I was, okay. Um, I guess maybe, uh, yeah, you, you'd still have to like exist and buy food and anything outside of it, but golf was your job. Okay. How many years do you think it would take you? How long, if it's not a year or more? I'm going to humble brag myself real quick. I have a decent swing Mm -hmm. and i really do think that if i really tried at it and did it every single day for like ah that's tough Mm web.com i'm thinking i think if i gave it like nine months straight wow okay i could be pretty good yeah yeah but could you play on tour 
that means you're routinely shooting under par consecutive rounds. <laughs> I'm just I thinking think, about how excited I would be if I ever shot under par. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, man, I'm excited. I shot a 95. Like, like I'm getting giddy right now, the, the thought of yeah. me shooting under par. Like, yeah. I, I legitimately think it would take me probably, like, at a minimum six or seven years. Six or seven years. I think it would take me that long to be shoot under. I think if I played for a solid year, I get. A, I th- I think I could get pretty close to around par. You know, I think. Yeah, I mean, I think I could be a scratch golfer in a year, but consistently is what you're I mean, saying. You gotta like, be to play on a tour and not yeah. hit not hit someone who's watching you play golf. Yeah, you got to be able to put in like four rounds a week. You're shooting around par. At, at worst and you have to do that like every week i, I take that back i'm never gonna practice putting <laughs> like i hate putting well, see that's the thing you would have that that's literally you get bored i would just i think i'd just make myself go and do it because i'd just be like i'm so bored i, or, I just i hate putting or, man like it's the worst yeah, i think you'd like it more if you weren't bad at it because i think i would like it more if i wasn't i bad think at golf it. is the only sport though where we can legitimately have this conversation like if we talked yeah. about tennis and like, how many years no, would it take you? No way. There's it's no way you could ever come close to it. Like golf, I think it's like a legitimate. Like, okay, there's probably a figure somewhere like five or six years. Yeah, sure. Like, because I think golf requires the least amount of like conditioning. And oh yeah. Like, I mean, you got to be able to be talented. But I mean, we were both college athletes that played, right. which is, I mean, I'm gonna say it's one of the harder sports in terms of the different skills you need as well as the hand-eye coordination and movement right no it combines so a like, lot of stuff right yeah for sure and I, I feel like that's a very it's a very athletic sport and i feel like that translates well to swinging and hitting another ball because it's a it's an athletic sport that requires hand-eye coordination which a lot of sports don't i feel like sometimes yeah. right and the mechanics of the swings are very similar right because you still are like if you go back to, you know, wooden rackets and stuff, you're still going to have all the people with the both feet on the ground. Low, while low to swing, high swings, yeah, right. Leading with the, the hips and then letting the shoulders and hands catch up. Like, that's, that's a very similar concept. And so that's, I mean, I think, that's why I think I could potentially, I don't, I don't think I could reasonably do it, but I feel like if I had to. Well, I don't know about you, but like, if you have to like, like draw or fade a ball, you can do it just from like tennis and like, kind of like I, I can hit I this could. part of the ball. Well, I could, and... <laughs> I could do it when I wasn't like thinking, honestly. And that was the frustrating part. Cause I started really trying to get my swing right and fix it. And then I was like, Oh, I can't, I mean, it's, I'm way more consistent now with like hitting it straight, but I can't shape it very much. Okay, I can't hit the ball straight to save my life, but yeah, I can see. I can aim in the trees and maybe draw it back yeah. in a few yards, and then probably just hit a house and have to leave a note yeah. on their leave a note on their doorstep that <laughs> says, "Sorry, I hit your house. Here's my insurance." I'm pretty sure I hit a house last week. Oh, I spider webbed the window of this one house so bad. Like <laughs> this was back when I was in Hilton Head. And I was getting to play like a lot of free golf. <laughs> I hit this yeah. house so hard. And just booked it in the booked it in the golf court onto yeah, the next like, hole. Oh, all right. I'm. We'll take a zero on this one. <laughs> Truthfully, I'll, no, I'd I would have. I would have parred this <laughs> hole. I'll give myself a nice four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm sure that's how it works. But no, man, I I really do think it would take Song because and I. So I you, so what'd you say? Six six around six I years. Think at a minimum six years, but probably like seven to nine. Because I mean, there have like Tony Romo gets into tournaments and stuff, but he doesn't, and he shoots like seventy eight for the weekend. Right. And he's playing in technical events, but I'm I mean like having your tour card, not the tour card, but like being on the web.com and like being able to qualify for events and stuff. I think if I gave myself two years of just solid training, I think I could shoot around par. And if I went at it like I did like tennis, truly like here's what I need to work on, I'm going to go work on this this week and like that kind of stuff. I think about two years. Maybe. Maybe I'm selling myself short. If you think about how quickly you kind of get better at tennis too in like two years. Yeah, I guess that's true because I am like significantly, well by my, I guess, junior year web wasn't very good, but... (laughs) Sophomore year, I was pretty okay. Yeah. And then, but I was, yeah, and I mean, I was way better than. And like these, you don't have to worry about injuries and stuff too, like how tennis is. Yeah. Like. Well, you still do. I still think I would have tons of injuries. My back would be just Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm pretty sure my back would be messed up. My my wrist would hurt. I mean, I'm sure because you have to walk too. So your knees and ankles are going to be swollen. I would be so sad just like having to walk 18 holes too. Like that'd be the worst. I feel yeah, bad talking about golf on this podcast, but at the same time, I'm now, now that I'm kind of looking back at it and thinking like, I bet this audience of tennis is like probably the closest to golf what we could get. Like probably. the amount of like tennis players that play golf are probably like insane amounts. Because it's all country yeah. club stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like every single tennis player that ends up retiring or stepping away from tennis at some point in their life, like, they love golf. I don't know oh, many yeah. tennis players that don't play golf. So. Yeah. No, golf is great. It's such a fun sport. Who are you picking to win the Masters? We'll, we'll finish up and yeah, we'll give Masters win, winners. Also, who do you think the best tennis player on tour would, like, who do you think would be the best golfer who plays tennis on tour? I'm sure it's one of the unknown guys that like played golf all through. He was just like ultra talented and ended up playing golf all throughout high school and stuff. And I, bet like, Roger, well, I bet Roger's so good at golf. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like he would be the type of guy who's like, no, nah, I'm just playing tennis. That's all I want to do. But I bet he'd just be naturally so good. You're right. That's You're what right. I mean. Like, it, it's just, yeah, <laughs> his swing is probably perfect. And... I'm saying actual. I'm thinking like actual. You know what? Like, Rafa's. I've seen Rafa play Rafa's, golf. He's really Rafa's good at like golf. like a scratch golfer. Man. Yeah. Rafa's <laughs> <He's>... fucking good. <laughs> Rafa is unbelievable. Um, I feel like Andy Roddick's probably pretty good. I bet he can drive the ball like 400 yards. Yeah. I bet he's. Uh, yeah. I bet that's. Ugh, it's probably so much fun playing best ball with him um <laughs> i you know I andy murray being from scotland has to be good at golf yeah yeah but his hips are fucked. yeah he doesn't have hips but i bet he was and i was thinking like maybe isner one of them would be good they'd be able to but they're just too big and goofy <laughs> i don't know it's probably oh you know who Ooh. i bet would be really good who feliciano lopez <laughs> i bet he wears the most outrageous things on the golf oh, course i bet i bet he's got a silky smooth swing though oof and he just dices it. He just wears short shorts and like the yeah. most fluorescent <laughs> polo you can find. He's like, I'm only slicing the ball, guys, but it's going exactly where I want. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. <laughs> He's just like, hey, check out this 300 yard, 65 yard <laughs> slice. Imagine the worst foursome ever would be the Brian family, and you just have to go play golf with them. <laughs> 
Oh man, you know I I think I'd enjoy as long as I'm not stuck in the cart with Wayne. I think well, I'd you can't you can't separate Bob and Mike, so you're gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd have a bad time. I feel like I would hate that. He just whips a guitar out of his golf bag. How'd how'd that fit in there? Like, oh man, that would be oof. (laughs) Yeah. All right. I think Tiger's gonna win. I hope Tiger wins. I believe in my heart of hearts. Tiger. Tiger. Okay. I love if Tiger won. Yeah, I don't. I mean, he's good enough. I wouldn't mind Rory winning either, but I think, I think the only thing that would make me maximum level happy is if Tiger won. All right. Thank you for listening to this edition of What the Deuce. Um, we have our voicemail line. You can call in. That number is 336-496-2869. You can follow us on Twitter. Just search What the Deuce. I'm not going to make a fool of myself again. WT Deuce underscore pod. There you go. Yeah. WT Deuce underscore pod. Yeah. Nailed it. Rolls off the tongue. It's super easy. <laughs> <laughs> go give that a follow um give us a call let us know your celebrity lookalikes also just anything fu- anything fun that you have to talk about let us know how long uh how long it might take you to be a what scratch golfer or golfer on the web.com no, 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 tour? you gotta be, be able to play on the web.com tour okay how long would that take or who do you think the best professional tennis player would be anything golf related really we're really in the golf mode big golf big golf guys this week so <laughs> all right everybody go enjoy some clay court tennis go enjoy the masters go enjoy game of thrones ah, how do we okay we're ending on this who's gonna who's 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 gonna sit on that throne at the end of the season i think that no one's gonna sit on the on the throne i think the white walkers are gonna win you know i hope that they do because that'd be the only fitting way for this show to end I think, I truthfully, I think that Jon Snow's going to give put up a valiant effort. I think he's going to find a way to beat the shit out of Cersei. And then he's just going to be like, oh, well, now we're fucked. <laughs> they're going to find all the dragon glass. And then they're just like, all right, we're going to do it. And then there's just going to be too many. And then and everybody like, oh, dies. Yeah, we're dead. Yep. So I think that's going to, I don't know. It'd be an know. appropriate ending to this show. I think it's going to be Bran, actually, because I think Bran is going to... He's the key to everything, I think. Go back and watch um, when they... There's a flashback, I think it's season six, or maybe it's season seven, episode six, and there's like a flashback, and a guy's getting stabbed with dragonglass by one of the children of the forest. Mm-hmm. I think Bran wargs into that guy's mind as he's getting stabbed, and then therefore becomes the Night King. I've seen a lot of theories about Bran being the Night King. I, I think I think it's going to end up being Bran is the Night King who kills everyone and murders life on Earth in Westeros. And that's just going to be the way it ends. I think actually the Night King is Brad Gilbert. And he's going to just come in and then get oh on his phone. Oh my god. Oh <laughs> my god. I would KMS. <laughs> you gotta, <laughs> that would be awful. That would ruin it. I would be, I I would drink so much just so I could forget. Last, <laughs> never know what it's like. I get rid of all my memories just to lose like three years worth. So I would never have had to remember watching hear, it. Hey, it's Brad. <laughs> oh, all right, everybody. <laughs> all right, well, we're gonna end it on that. <laughs> All right, everybody, that's another edition of What the Deuce. Thanks for listening. 
Be sure to subscribe, rate, and stay tuned for our next episodes. We appreciate y'all. Take it easy. Bye.